0: Roderick on the line is sponsored by Instapaper, the critically acclaimed app that saves web pages to read later. Get it now at Instapaper.com or search for Instapaper in the app store. Hello. Hi John. Hi Merlin. How's it going? It's going good. How are you going? I'm pretty I'm pretty good. I, I think I sound a little hoarse. Oh, well, don't sound a little lady horse. <laughs> Got a little po- pony throat. You don't you don't sound good. You sound horse. I'm a little horse, I think. Have you been uh, what have you been doing? Have you been eating cats? <laughs> Just the dead ones. See, that that'll make you a horse.
1: <laughs> um, I was out kind of late last night. Oh,
0: you were partying. I I wasn't how many, partying. How many subway sandwiches did you have? <laughs> You'll have to ask them <laughs> how many two AM subway sandwiches. No,
1: no, no, no. No, I had a steak like a gentleman. Oh, that's nice. A late steak or an early mm-hmm. steak? It was a medium, medium time steak. It was. Uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's funny. You, you, yeah, hmm. I shouldn't talk about the internet. You posted something on the internet not too long ago
0: about and it inspired a whole new revolution in people's minds.
1: Yeah, now now people are dressing up like steaks. <laughs> <laughs> Steaks and Hitler. What did, uh, what did I say on the internet that anybody cared about? Well, uh, it was in a very short format. You recently said something along the lines. I'm not going to touch my uh, keyboard, but you said something along the lines of the the big difference in quality is not between a cheap meal and a, and a costly meal. It's the difference in quality between a, a good fifteen dollar meal and, and, a, and a bad fifteen dollar meal.
0: Mm, that's right. Yeah, I believe that. What?
1: What? It, I hope. A, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm pandering to say this. I think there's like maybe 12 wise
0: things in that. (laughs) Well, it's one of the interesting things about economics, right? It's the Hmm. thing that, that economics cannot account for is why is this $15 meal in this town, the most amazing meal I've ever had. And this $15 meal across the street is like, uh, it's like eating fresh abortion.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is it locally sourced? How is that possible? So it's from that old. You remember uh, Mother Catherine's uh, school for dirty girls. Oh, <laughs> uh, fresh uh, every Tuesday.
0: Oh, there's a guy in a chef's hat just waiting out back. That's
1: <laughs> ah, another child by fire.
0: Ah, you'll be better now. That's the little terrible. ones better this way. That's terrible. We just lost a thousand followers. <laughs> oh, sorry,
1: Domini, Domini, Domini. Um, we, um, I, I, I have well. I, I think that was, I think, you know, abortion talk aside, and that right. I, there could be a different show. I don't think we right. should get ahead of ourselves. We, um, uh, I think that was very smart. And there's there's two parts in particular that I think are very smart. First of yeah. all, you did something, there's probably a Greek name for what you did, but you took it and you turned it. I turned it. I mm-hmm. twisted it. I put a little twist in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, there's a to- Greek name a for that torsion? Is that what that's
0: called? Or torque? What do they call that when you turn uh, it? T- the twisty, twistiness. Hmm.
1: I was reading about the world's strongest man, uh, this week, and they say that there's, uh, a, a big difference. You know, you can be a little bit strong, you can be really strong, but, uh, uh, there's some kind of, uh, this, I'm gonna go into some scientific jargon for a minute, so forgive me. Alright. Uh, plug there's my ears. some kind of scientific excitability in your muscle parts that mm-hmm. allows them to quickly, like, like, a, like a great, uh, like, what? Like a bunch of panzers. You get them all going in the same direction at the same time, and you can do like this guy does and lift an SUV seven times. He's mm. extraordinary. The first time you ever... You know this, what?
0: I bet you a whole bunch of Panzers all going in the same direction could do better than just lift an SUV a couple of times. Seven times, John. Seven. <laughs> Still, I think Panzers, uh, with, the, with the, applying the right amount of force to a group of Panzers...
1: This seems, if you'll forgive my saying a little facile, I think if you get seven <laughs> Panzers, in all fairness, yeah. you should have seven super strong guys.
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm? I don't know. I'm, you know,
0: it's your show. <laughs> the thing I think about being the strongest yeah. man in the world is it's something that's always... You know, you can never rest... You know what I mean? Like you can't be the strongest man in the world for fifteen years. There's People always are constantly
1: be a- exactly. People are always picking up picking a fight. They're like pick up my SUV, and he's like, "Can I just enjoy a
0: meal with my family?" That's right. I'm here. I'm eating here. I'm eating here. Aren't Come you on that- out, strong man. Come on out. <laughs> Try to lift up this fucking cart of abortions. I got.
1: <laughs> I see it being much more difficult to navigate than that. If it was just drunk guys in bars that wanted to fight you, you could handle it. In this case, it's like a, it's a suburban dad. Who's got like a two-year-old van? Not even a van again. Maybe he's got a, a Dodge a Voyager. It's an it's he's an got an Aerostar. Did you live in an? Did you live in an Aerostar for I a did. while?
0: I lived in an Aerostar for a while. Now, They're is very-
1: Aerostar the proprietary electronics service or the van? Uh,
0: Aerostar is a van. I think there might be a proprietary electronics service also called Aerostar. It it has two great it has two great words within it: Aero, meaning air, and star, meaning star. I learned a great thing yesterday. Carestar.
1: That's that. No, it's super good. I was reading about the Zenith Space Command. the The first uh, I was reading this. I, I never read gadget blogs. I Zenith discovered.
0: Space Command weren't they uh, the enemies of GI Joe and his friends?
1: That's right. I think Josh just signed them. Zenith, uh, Zenith ah! Space. They're based in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. Don't don't yeah. be don't, Williamsburg.
0: <laughs> but it's actually Bushwick. They they just it's they. Is call that the guy it, with uh,
1: one eye? That's this little. They
0: call it East Williamsburg.
1: <laughs> like, old old school. Just,
0: mm-hmm. just Bushwick. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Uh, the Xena Space Command. I have to agree. This was the first uh, kind of
0: popular consumer remote control. And it, oh, it, it operated. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it made a big, huge, loud click when you touched it, and all mm-hmm. it could do was uh, go up in the channels. Yeah, it had no other controls. Well, and
1: when you were like us and you had four channels, that's not so big a deal. I, used uh, to have, I had four, a stick. Had 4 had a seven, st- 11, 13.
0: Four seven eleven thirteen. <laughs> I had four. a
1: change in stick, so I could still <laughs> observe my mother's demand that I not sit in front of the idiot box. Uh-huh. Um, so I'd be I'd be just slightly away from the idiot box, and I had I had a turning stick. It was kind of like, like having a helper monkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was expressed as a loud click. I remember. These, when you, people had these, old people would hang on to these TVs. Remember the giant like console TVs, you know, would have, like, a, have a record player in it and stuff?
0: Sure, a record player on one side and then a bar. A bar, big, maybe. A, <laughs> a wet bar that shaped like a
1: globe on the other side. A minstrel show. <laughs> it was amazing. And so, uh, yeah, but I think uh, the big click is what you hear, but then there's like an, I don't want to say ultrasonic, I'm not a scientist, but then there's like a, a very, a, a pitch that the TV picks up. It's pretty primitive. But not, uh-huh. like like they said in this stupid uh, article, like how, how great is that for a name though? You just don't hear names like Zenith Space Command anymore.
0: Zenith Space Command. Yeah,
1: mm. it's a pretty good name.
0: How did I, like I get it away a lot. from I got away from muscles. Uh, and Tell, um, give me one good reason why I shouldn't buy a white Trans Am.
1: The the was this the one that you were? Is it really white? It looks like it's very like a light silver. Is that really white?
0: I think it's a white Trans
1: Am. Oh, and does it come with the vanity front plate bone? <laughs> I think that
0: might be. <laughs> I think that might the, be proprietary. I think the vanity plate, like <laughs> the guy's going to keep the vanity plate, or or maybe that's maybe he just maybe that's just something he slapped on there because of that weird Craigslist thing where people are afraid pe- that, that if you see their license plate, you're going to steal their identity. Have you noticed this on Craigslist? Now I'm
1: noticing it right this second because he looks <laughs> like he has used Photoshop to gray out his electric meter. Yeah,
0: people. People. <laughs> did you notice out. that? It looks like I it's did. got a cap on I it. See it now. People fog out the weirdest stuff on Craigslist because they're like, "Oh, somebody's going to steal my identity." They can see like my electric meter.
1: We remember, we remember when that started? There was
0: a very famous thing that happened in the early days of eBay
1: that mm. was one of the first. Like, the, guy, the
0: guy was selling a, 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 a silver elect- electronics, and he kept taking pictures of it. And then only later did people realize that he, he you could see his erection in the. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I? The, I mean, there's so there's only so much you can uh, ascribe to the parallax effect. It was a very very heavy man. I don't know if it's just the concave nature of a pot, but he uh, he it was good and obvious that he was. Uh, it was really all, just was all together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, sh- I should have read further on this. So John sent me something earlier today. It, uh, it sounds to me like you. I don't see. I don't want anybody to steal this out from under you, so we won't no. provide too many details. Right. But let's let's just say that somewhere out there there may be an apparently white Burt Reynolds looking Trans Am.
0: A 1977 Pontiac Trans Am, and uh, it's got a rebuilt 400 motor. It's See, white, it's, 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 it's white very searchable now. John, <laughs> silver, silver, uh, Firebird on the, on it the looks hook.
1: so heavy.
0: It's very heavy. Yeah, we the had problem, a Pontiac
1: uh, Catalina, and it was oh, very heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What year? Oh my gosh, uh, Pontiac Catalina. I, well, we, it was really ugly green color. I could probably find it. was really. Like a I'm really zeroing
0: green, in on it. I'm guessing what year. Well, it
1: I, it? I found out. I was writing something about my late father, and, and a nice memory I have of being in that car. And so I went out and actually did some research. I could probably dig it up. You know, there's sites where you can find out all kinds of stuff. It's very like uh, my uh, my cousin Vinny stuff about exactly what was available on certain cars.
0: Oh, hmm. so you could find That's out good. if
1: this guy's a scoundrel. Like you could find out if this is actually his uh, his electric meter.
0: No, this seems this seems right. Mm-hmm. This car seems right. I mean, is that is there ever about a place? Is you, wrong? Can, you
1: trust people in everything? Everett in general?
0: Everett is not a place you can trust people. Everett, Washington is um, is the home of what well, used to be the home of the USS Abraham Lincoln and all of its crew. Hmm. But I think the Lincoln has rotated out and now they have like uh, the USS I don't know, maybe the Nimitz is up there. But for whatever reason, it's it's a Navy town, it's full of uh, sailors, and I'm guessing that is who owns this white 77 Trans Am. Yeah. With the license plate that says Bone, <laughs> but
1: I what do just... you think? What do you think he rejected when he was there at the store and looking at license plates? What do you are there ones he looked at and said, "No, that's a little too pussy." Or are there anything he looked at where he went, "Now I don't know
0: if I can live up to you know Ribeye Jack or something." You know, I bet you he went in there looking for Bone yeah. and he found Bone. Yeah, I don't think he had a list. I think he had. He was like Bone. Is it a suge- it, is it a suggestion? Well, it's not the thing is, it's not a real license plate. Mm-mm. It just says USA on the top and then bone. So it's like a front plate <laughs> in a state where you're not required to have plates on the front.
1: That's where it would always go. Yeah, in Ohio, you didn't have to have that either.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think this is the type of thing where if, you are, if you're a runaway and you are sitting on your suitcase in front of a motel in the morning. <laughs>
1: uh, and, uh-huh.
0: you, can, you, can, you can you can't you you can't afford bus fare. And there's a and there's a white transam or a silver transam with what what's the vanity plate Bowl? <laughs> Do you, uh, as a runaway, uh-huh. does this look like an opportunity to you or does this look like a, a potential grave? It depends
1: error? on which thin lizzy song is playing. <laughs> If it's the boys are back in town, I'm gonna think twice Uh and maybe stay on the suitcase. I gotta tell you, whiskey in the jar, I might hop in. Oh wow! All right.
0: You know what? You just you just condensed it pretty well.
1: Well, I mean, it's off the top of my head, but like I I really like that version of whiskey in the jar. It's very creative. I mean, if I mean, I guess some people are familiar with the Metallica version via Thin Lizzy, but I I was also familiar with. It's an old folk song. It's a widely heavily covered, you know, folk song. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry to interrupt.
0: Please go ahead. I'm looking more closely at this ad. I if can't. St- at- I have so much to say about this ad, and I'm holding if, a lot back. Please go if ahead. You, if you look in, in at the cockpit photograph, how many pink Christmas tree air fresheners does he have hanging from his stereo knob? Can you count them? Oh, I didn't. Oh, I haven't looked at the other ones yet. <gasps> so he shows at- you. The, oh, he's got little trees. How many trees? It's hard to tell on this monitor. I see at least two. No, I'm seeing more. I'm seeing. Three, possibly four. Now, if you need if you need three, possibly four pink <laughs> Christmas tree oh,
1: air fresheners. Oh, no, I see the one you mean. He's got four air fresheners in his car. And he's got some, uh, some. what are those called? He's got those, some Japanese anal beads uh, hanging he's from said, his, from his he, Wu-Tang charm. He,
0: yeah, he does. He has anal beads hanging from his rearview mirror. But, you know, you have to expect with the light, with, the, with the vanity plate bone. <laughs> that something's going to be hanging from the rearview rear mirror. It does what it says on the tin. <laughs> it's the Christmas tree air fresheners that are freaking me out. Because I don't know what flavor pink is, but I'm guessing it's like vanilla. No, no, no. I think it's berry.
1: I was very into the green ones. Now, in this guy's defense, and I haven't met this guy at all. I've never been to Everett. But I must tell you that in my my 1970 Volkswagen bus, (laughs) I would accumulate those. As you do, like some people have garters or, or uh, restraining orders, and I would
0: let my green trees. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you did you also hang the tassel from your cap at graduation? <laughs> Human teeth. I did. 19, I totally did. Well, like eighty five <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> green tassel. Oh my god. Green and yellow. Nobody looked good in our colors. Your
0: tassel. Was- oh, your high school colors were green and yellow, and I, and- I never envied green and yellow.
1: You know what? We have so much to talk about in this ad, and uh, and we obviously we have a lot of things to cover here. Oh, so it is an automatic, though, right? Oh God, that's sweet. Well, that that era, they
0: they stopped putting manual transmissions in cars. You're just
1: going to need a to, to a stick to wipe the ladies off the side.
0: The the, 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 my, the problem is, can you put? Can you legitimately put a child safety seat in a Trans Am like this? I think it'll and- reject it like a bad kidney. And it, and it, it's not like it's I'm a afraid, Dan. Like, ah! I'm afraid it's, it's a raising Arizona, uh, uh, raising Arizona type of situation where <laughs> I would just be I don't know, something bad would happen. Did you just call me Dan? I'm cutting all that out. I'm actually literally cutting that
1: out. Don't worry, thirteen thirty-seven. I got that. I'll cut both okay. of this out. Don't don't talk anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna leave him in. Fuck you. The um, the I mean, uh, off button. Okay, so. Okay, to answer your question, there's yeah. several things about this that we need to talk about.
0: Child safety um, See, Obviously, there are no uh, there are no uh, airbags in a car like this. There are no, no pro- I, there are probably no safety features of any kind. I think it actually shoots a bong at you. When when you when you get into a crash, it's like a cat of nine tails starts swinging around inside. (laughs) 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 And here's there's
1: several things to point out. I I I don't like to bring up a sore memory for you, but you Mm. remember what happened, like that
0: time when you called me Dan a few minutes ago.
1: As with the <laughs> bluing problem on your father's yeah. gun, if I may right, say. Right, right, right. I want to point out a few things about this. I think the anal beads on the Wu-Tang Clan symbol are not original. I think the trees are aftermarket. No way did you get that particular shitty 80s cassette deck on this. And what is the deal with the prismatic background on the uh, dash control area? Do you no, think no, that's, that's stock. That stock? That's stock yeah. What's that called? What do they call that in the features, do you think?
0: That is called the uh, metal grate finish or uh, yeah, metal plated is what they call it. I mean, obviously it's a sticker, but they, they call it's a it a pretty metal, metal badass metal looking text. sticker. It is. It's pretty It doesn't
1: it have a feeling. I don't know if you ever went to Disney properties, but it's got kind of a Tomorrowland feeling like in the future, your car will be shiny inside. Zenith space command. Yep. That's what it says. Hmm. It's, and right. then uh, you got what else? You got the trees on your mirror, so your car won't smell. You got uh, what else? We got here. I don't know, John. I think you should go out and tender an offer.
0: Have you d- Coffee, checked in? condom wrappers on the passenger side floor? He, I think he went out and specifically
1: bought a bottle of uh, Armor All. Armor All, because this, this, I would slide right off those seats. That's just way too shiny for me. Yeah,
0: he has Armor All the hell out of this thing. Can but I just that say is that what you do when
1: you put when you put your daughter's child seat in the back of this extremely dangerous vehicle. Yeah, I would, I would maybe scuff it up a little bit. Break, I would break in the seats a little. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe, yeah, yeah. You maybe go in there. It doesn't have to be
0: sandpaper. The thing it, is, every time you hit the highway, you got to spin the tires. You got to kick dirt up. You have to. There's a lot of responsibility owning a car like this. I think it brings expectations. Either that, or I, I found this the 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 last time I owned a, a motor vehicle with a very large engine. An intimidating one of those engines that sounds intimidating. Like you don't even have to see the the vehicle, you just hear it like one of those cars. <laughs> it's a very, very satisfying feeling to have a car that makes that sound. Because when you roll onto someone's street, if they're expecting you to arrive, they hear that sound before they see you. And it's everywhere you go, you're just sort of blanketing the world with your like power
1: yeah but in any case people can hate you a lot sooner than
0: other people (laughs) you know here comes that guy but but when i owned that car i realized that i no longer needed to drive fast That in fact the real power move was to drive incredibly slow (laughs) and everywhere i went i just basically drove at idle speed (laughs) my car was just it would just putter along at 15 miles an hour. And, and everybody else on the road was like too afraid to honk. It was a great life. And yeah, but people, and the funny part is, it wasn't like you just gave people like
1: like some idiot, some bald middle aged guy starting as Harley. Right? It's like right. in this case, you're just plugging along, looking at people a little bit too long, and they're going, "Could you please drive a little faster?" <laughs>
0: and, and I bum, bum, and I would bum. sit way down in my chair. <laughs> of course you <laughs> so, did. So my nose was just on the windowsill. <laughs> I looked like an R. Crumb drawing of some guy <laughs> the seventies. Big nose sticking out the window.
1: Here's my thing to you. First of all, A, yes, mm-hmm. you should go out and look at this. Maybe bring a mechanical or someone pretend. You should bring Jason. Have him pretend to be a mechanic. See if this guy freaks, <laughs> right? And then if you buy this, and I think you should he – he's got an oboe on here. It says uh, it's got it says uh, 6900 oboe, so you might be able to talk him down. Interesting trade maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I think you can bring the pri- – oh, did I say what the price was? No. Okay. I think you could probably talk him down just a little. It, it depends on the condition. Now, in that, that – Oh, and and then B. Here's my promise to you: if you if you send me proof that you have bought this from him, the yes. pink slip, as they say, I will literally I will literally buy you a copy of Jailbreak today on cassette. And wow, it is it Jailbreak? Cassette. I think it's on Jailbreak, right? Whiskey in
0: the jar. Pretty sure that is a cassette player. You're right. Well, and but it's got those to, '80s knobs that you can tell. I need tell. to get my Iron Maiden uh, cassettes out of my out of my gym bag. Did I ever send you that
1: photo of the melted Highway to Hell cassette that I found in our garage. I don't think so, but my friend.
0: Wait a minute, I, I've already said too much. No, okay. No, I have a friend, he's a good friend, you know him, or you know of him, an artist, and he is making a coffee table book of a certain kind of cassette. Hmm. It's going to be very beautiful. I've already he's said too much. Of a, certain... there's a There's somebody right now r- racing out to get a tumbler of, of this idea, and I'm, I, I want you to stop doing that, whoever you are. Hmm. Because it's my friend's idea. Fuck yeah, Cassettes. Fuck yeah! Cassettes. Uh, the, the, uh, this is the last thing I'm going to say about this Craigslist ad, but he has made the classic error of saying too much to list. But he did not put two letter O's in the first two, so it so it looks like too much to list. He has oh. he's, he's made a classic Craigslist spelling error, yeah. which makes me think that I can really you can trust him. I can really, tr- I, I, not only can I trust this guy because he's a real American, mm. but I can also, like, chip him down on the price because he's a dummy. Yeah, you should offer to uh,
1: help him with his commas, too. Yeah,
0: but, you, listen, know, this hey. is not a,
1: you know what? This is not a comma-worrying car. This is where you put your comma-worries behind. You get down. You put the fucking seat down. You drive like a gentleman. You jam yeah. out to a little bit of Phil Linnett.
0: You drive like a gentleman, and then perhaps Sally Field is, uh, is oh, standing on the side of the road in a wedding dress. She's so,
1: to me, she's like Audrey Hepburn. Or maybe like um, Diana Rigg, where she's all different kinds of pretty.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. Young Sally Field. Oh gosh, you know who she? You know who's like a young Sally Field? Hmm. A young Valerie Bertinelli. Young is that right? Well, I always equated the two. I thought they had the same kind of cute as a Mm bugness. Cute Mm -hmm. as a bug. Mm, Cute as a bug.
1: I uh yeah I. I you know, I'm not going to talk about this. You're not going to talk about Sally Field? No, I'm just not going to talk about women. That's it's, it's awkward.
0: Is it, oh, because you're married?
1: No, 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 just because, you know, I'm...
0: Because you're a feminist. A dickless
1: wonder. That's not funny. Oh, that's not true. You're <laughs> not a dickless wonder. <laughs> I have to admit that I, I have been reassessing my feelings about Scarlett Johansson, and it's getting complicated.
0: Really? I think, oh, she, how I interesting. think
1: she might be pretty attractive.
0: She's a very attractive young lady. And
1: she's, she's, she's kind of the same attractive... But, like, you know, even if you watch her when she was, like, practically a kid in that, uh, you know,
0: that yeah, one no, movie with Steve Buscemi. It, yeah, sure. Mm.
1: Anyway, I stand corrected. I'm going to have to buy you a different—I thought Whiskey in the jar No, listen, would you—in Would you? In order to make good on, on, on my error and my promise, I'm going to send you—if I can find it, I will send you Jailbreak on cassette. And I'll also send you some, like, old greatest hits, if you like, or best of, of Thin Lizzy, if you buy this that's only for today it's only for
0: today it's such a today only mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of tumult in in, uh, in thin Lizzy. yeah i know they had a lot of tumult but it was the it was the times
1: well and you know it's another one of those things where they went in and for i, I read this a long time ago so I, i'm just scanning this now but i think there was a lot of tumult. brian robertson you know who was one of the big guys in the band he wasn't getting the credit anymore yeah it was uh you know now how did he die was he a drink was he a heroin guy, a drinking there, there
0: guy? you know there weren't any big guys Hmm. In Finland. See, they were all they were all five foot six. Is that right? Well it's how the, it's how they, they chose rock stars in that era. Roger Daltrey.
1: Roger Daltrey. You see like Roger Daltrey. He's yeah, a modest like size a, man. A height
0: uh, thing they had to it had to be smaller than this than this yardstick to ride this ride. Oh that's super interesting. Like maybe the dressing rooms were like three quarter size, like a cello. I think yeah I think it was it was before it was before that era in America when everyone was eating macaroni and cheese and tab and drinking or, and becoming like super large like people of the future uh, there were still a lot of people from the past who didn't have access to the vitamins that were in macaroni and cheese and tab and they were small people they were they were they were maybe immigrant people that were that were from countries where they didn't have vitamins mm-hmm And so things were scaled differently. Cars were smaller. This is before. Well, you
1: go anywhere, you see. Roads used to be narrower. I know. What's crazy to me is uh, how narrow, like our garage door is, given that it was built in
0: the twenties. Yeah, it's insane. I don't know how you fit a car into that thing. Well, first of all, you have to have a Volkswagen Jetta, Hmm. because the Volkswagen Jetta is a perfect size. It's designed to be the same size as a Model T. You know what's nice, John, is if you ever come here and want
1: to get in our garage. Can I tell you the great part? You, it's, this is such. A, this is a very wide car. This has a wider than normal wheelbase on the '77 Trans Am. Is that correct? It's a pretty. It's a pretty I'm wide gonna say, wheelbase. I'm going to
0: say it's wide in order to <laughs> uh, to maintain stability at high speeds. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the good part is for you to get that into your garage. You'd have to go real slow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, in, in my neighborhood, like I would. I would be not even the 15th most intimidating vehicle on the street, just right around my house. Because everybody down here is driving a villain car. <laughs> How do you, what's, a, what's a villain car? <clears throat> well, the, the classic modern villain car is the, uh, is the, the, the Chrysler 300. The, um, the new like gangster car. Hmm. You know the Chrysler 300? You know the car I'm talking about. I'm going to know it in a second. Yeah, the Chrysler 300 is the new, it's the new, it's the new gangster car. And uh, you can customize it in a variety of ways.
1: Oh, I see. Yes,
0: yes. But there's a guy around the corner that owns a Ford Ranchero, like a early '70s Ranchero that's all rusty, and he doesn't even have a muffler. And (laughs) the guy next to me has a like the Patrick, the guy that comes out every once in a while and shoots his gun in the air. He's got one of those Dodge pickup trucks, like a Ram pickup truck. That's that. You, you need a stepladder to climb into it, and <laughs> like <laughs> everywhere, everywhere I look around here, there's—I mean, the only thing we don't have is like a Toyota pickup with a machine gun mounted <laughs> in the back. But if I had the white, if I had a white Trans Am, mm-hmm. I would go back to the top of the pile in this in this neighborhood. I used to be on the top of the pile because I had six cars parked out in front of my house, and everybody knew I was a player. <laughs> But I gave some of those cars to the to the people that train capuchin monkeys to help disabled people, and now I've fallen in my neighbor's esteem. I'm just I'm just a guy. You were with, the guy with cars on his lawn. I was yeah. I was oh, the guy with like six cars out front. Some of them were covered. Some of them were on blocks. No, there, were, there were none that were covered. They were all covered with pine needles. There were raccoons living inside. Mold
1: growing in the rubber. of Raccoons will totally live in a car. You know that, right? You know, the other day,
0: I was sitting in my kitchen. I was actually standing in my kitchen. There's no place to sit in my kitchen. I was standing in my kitchen window, and I look out the window, and here comes a raccoon. And it's the middle of the day, which is not, this is not customary for a raccoon to walk through your yard in the middle of the day. Mm -mm. She's just right out in the open, too. And I'm like, hmm, that's unusual. What are you doing? And then I see trailing behind her is a little baby raccoon. Hmm. And so I'm watching them. And then there's a second baby raccoon. And there, so the mom is like three quarters of the way across my yard by this point. And then there's a third baby raccoon. And the third raccoon is like, he's sniffing his little nose in every dandelion. He's taking his sweet time burbling across the yard. Mom's all the way halfway across the yard. The, the, the first raccoon's right behind her. First baby's right behind her. The second one's kind of, you know, loping along. But this third one, he's a real dreamer, this guy. And he's sniffing and he's looking. And then there's a fourth baby raccoon. And the fourth raccoon, he's a real... This this one's... He's a real rebel. This one's a poet. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's looking in overturned coffee cans. He is... He's fully 100 feet behind his mom.
1: Can I I guess which one you identified with?
0: (laughs) So I I watch these raccoons uh, loping across my yard in the middle of the day. And, of course, I say, this cannot stand. I cannot allow this. It, it, It broke the uneasy detente. So I race out the front door. And the mother raccoon had to make a choice because... The, the, the two lopers were far enough behind her that I was coming out the front door and I was going to get in between them. And so she made some <gasps> raccoon sound and all the babies turned and ran up my catalpa tree. Mm. But she stayed on the ground. Uh Oh, so and she ran. She she kind of went back and got in a position where she was between me and and the barn. You deliberately went and
1: stood between a mother raccoon
0: and her lopers. Well, I didn't get right in between them, but I wanted to I, w- I wanted to press this issue. I wanted to teach You wanted those, to do a flanking maneuver. I wanted to teach those loping raccoons that there are consequences <laughs> to being a poet. <laughs> Are you always finding great articles on the web you'd love to read, but just don't have the time? Instapaper saves web pages for reading later for iPad, iPhone, Android, and Kindle. You can read when you're waiting online, riding the bus, eating breakfast, or lying in bed. You can even read offline, great for when you're on a plane or the subway and don't have an internet connection. Pages are shown without clutter or distractions. You can adjust the text to a comfortable size and font and much more. Read more and read better by reading later with Instapaper. Get it now at instapaper.com or search for Instapaper in the app store. <laughs> and I wanted that mother <laughs> raccoon to recognize that she had she had lost control of the situation. And this, helping is be, so many animals. this is gonna be a learning experience for everybody. So I got out in the yard and she's out by she's by the barn and she's got a very concerned look on her face. And the babies are all up the tree. And I don't know if you have much experience watching raccoons hide in a tree where mm-hmm. they hide in plain they, sight. They can sit real still. Yeah, they, 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 I've they watched tra- the
1: raccoons go up a tree. My daughter and I have tried to like the raccoons in, in that park across the street. They go straight up a tree. I know exactly where they live. And even when they're staring at me, I still can't see them and they don't
0: move. Exactly. Yeah, they, they, they grab onto the tree and they just kind of turn their bodies in such a way that they become part of the tree. Mm. And you can be looking at them and they'll just disappear like a Cheshire cat. But in any case, these baby raccoons, they understood the concept of this, but they, had, they have not learned exactly how to do it. So all four of them are up kind of right where a raccoon would go to hide in the crook of a branch or whatever, and they kind of try and hide, but they are, they are plainly visible. They are not fooling me. Rookies. And after a, few, after a few minutes of being in the tree... They can't resist starting to play with each other and try and knock each other out of the tree, and and they they start roughhousing in the tree. So the mom is over here, the babies are in the tree. I'm in between them, and I sat down on the grass, and I started to explain in a very calm voice to the mother that I was I had no I had I had no evil plan. <laughs> I was merely, not, <laughs> I'm merely here to teach. I said, "Listen, this is all going to turn out okay. This is just a moment of anxiety." in your life, but I'm going to sit here and I'm going to look at your babies (laughs) because it's fun. I'm going to look at these four baby records in the tree. I'm going to watch them. I'm going to have fun doing it. I'm, I'm going to keep talking to you in a calm voice. You're fine. And I'm fine. And they're fine. And so we spent about 20 minutes with her, like, and you know, she's nursing, right? She's got her, her little teats are pendulous are pendulous. And she, she, she never relaxed, I wouldn't say, but she, she calmed down to the point where she was like, okay, this is not an attack scenario. He's sitting in the grass, but it's still not a very cool scene. And the babies were just having the time of their life by this point, climbing all around the tree, slap boxing each other. And after a while, I realized, okay, I've, I, have, I, have, I think I've made my point. You raccoons are welcome here in my yard, but there needs to be order. There need to be some rules. And so I said to her, I'm going to get out of your way. I'm going to stay here in the yard, but I'm going to get, I'm going to get out of the, out of the way of this scene. And so I backed up and I sat down in the grass a little bit further and she made this imperceptible sound and all four of the raccoon babies who had, you know, been like, off in their world. I mean, they weren't, they weren't looking at her. They were, they were kind of looking at me, but they were really just goofing around in the tree. All of a sudden their ears all went up and one by one, they went face first down the, down the trunk in a very orderly line. And then the parade went off over the fence and behind the barn. Mm. It was a very nice, very nice moment. And I feel like those, you know, those raccoons that were a little dreamy, they still have their dreams. There's so there's just so many lessons in that. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm a little choked up. They, they still they still have their dreams. It's hard when you're a so, parent. It's
1: hard when you're a parent.
0: They're gonna <laughs> they're they're gonna suck it up when the, when when they're moving during day, when they're moving when they're when they're cross country during the daytime, this is something I'm gonna teach my daughter. Mm-hmm. When we are moving cross country during the day, you suck it up. You get on my heels. No grab ass in the tree. That's right. You're not you're not sniffing in coffee cans. Mm-mm. I want I want your eyes on I want your eyes on my shoelaces as well. Yeah. No tertiaremis.
1: You, two, I need two right here. Come on, Dante, two. let's make this happen. Two, boom. And do you lay low? Do you do that thing where you like stoop and run really fast, like like you're like a, like there's a sniper? How do you move around during the day if you can say? Do, do you get just get in your Trans Am and and just lay low? I mean, that's a very loud vehicle. Are you hiding in plain sight? How does that work?
0: <laughs> when I'm on foot during the day, I hug I hug the wall.
1: <laughs> oh, that's smart.
0: Yeah, but uh, when I'm in the car during the day, no, 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 you hide in plain sight. Uh-huh. You're the guy. You're you're the guy whose motor is saying. You're the, you're the Cheshire Coon. Look away. <laughs> 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 I'm looking. I'm looking at you still. I'm driving by real slow. I'm still looking at you.
1: you the amazing away. part is, you know, there are there are so many people in your neighborhood who are so busy with their Chrysler 300s, they would not take the time to sit down and explain something to a mother raccoon, and then teach a lesson to the the raccoon poet babies. But it's just it's amazing to me that not only can you can you share that wisdom just vocally, and I don't know if you were using mind bullets or specific vo- what was the vocalizations that, that you did this with.
0: Well, see, I was, I, was, I was speaking to her in this voice. Oh, it was very speaking. calming. It was very calm. I was like, I, do not, I, I recognize right now that I am in between a mother raccoon and her babies. Mm-hmm. And that is, not, that is not strictly advisable. It is not something I would tell a 10-year-old to do. But I feel like in, the, in this situation, my calm talking is going to make everything happen according to plan. Um, <laughs> and,
1: you, and you give her something to think about, you yeah, know. It's true. it's a, it's a lesson, but it's something where when she uh, scurries back up her own uh, tequila tree—is that how you pronounce it? Catalpa, yeah. Catal- Catalpa, tikal- okay. And when she goes up her tree, if I may say, she'll have a minute. Yes, after she's put the poets to bed, she'll have some
0: time to think a little bit and reflect. Yeah, she'll be, she'll. You know what I wanted her to think about? Hmm. She was thinking about the next fence. She was thinking uh, about how to get across the street, and she wasn't thinking. About that last poet baby. She was. She was. She was future. You
1: want her thinking about that previous fence. And the space in
0: between. Because she's right. just blowing right through there. Like it's normal. Well I want everybody in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Raccoons and crows included. To recognize that. The area within my fence. Mm-hmm. Is a special zone. You, like, still,
1: you, you made it. Do I remember correctly? I don't know if you ever finished it. Did you? Did you actually make a white picket fence yourself? I do have it? a white picket
0: fence in the front. Which is, a, which is kind of a uh, Trojan horse. Mm-hmm. The white, white picket fence is very inviting. It makes the house look very like uh, friendly to the street. It says the person who lives here is a safe person. It's he kind of like a, an urban gingerbread house. It's a little gingerbread. That's right. And then every other fence in my house is booby-trapped. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all the other sides. Let of me it. guess.
1: Different booby traps. <laughs> oh, hundred <laughs> percent. If you use electricity for everything, the foxes are going to get your hens. Yeah, they're, they're going to figure that out. They're they're wily. Raccoons are really smart and they're really heavy. There's a lot. Big. Of, there's a lot. A, they can do a lot of damage. They've just discovered our compost uh, can outside. You know, it's in San Francisco, so you get a compost thing. Right. And uh, and and so now every night we can hear them. They figured out how to knock it over. I don't know. I've lived here for twelve years and I never had this until like this week. So maybe this is one of those crow things, John. Maybe the word's going to spread. And, and you know, and, and you know, again, let's take this to the 100th monkey level. You want to open your scallop, you throw it off the cliff, right? In this right. instance, this could be a raccoon. And I don't know if they're loners. I mean, obviously, the poets probably spend a lot of time masturbating you know, and reading well, Bukowski. But if well, she goes out and talks to other raccoons, A, that's going to save you the trouble of having to do that again. It becomes a kind of raccoon folk wisdom that mm-hmm. she then able to share, maybe as far as Everett. Maybe nobody's ever going to go into that transam because they understand that there's an implied fence there.
0: Here's the thing about raccoons. Hmm. If you can see a raccoon, there are four raccoons you can't see. Oh, okay. There are always more raccoons than you think. Like like, like roaches or business people. Uh, Right, although I would never characterize... I have the utmost respect for uh, raccoons, and I would put roaches and business people in a separate class. I'm
1: going to come back to that. I have a few of mine. But
0: raccoons and crows, I feel, are very similar to one another Mm -hmm. uh, in the sense that uh, they they are territorial, but they also... uh, they also travel in groups, and um, and they're thinking ahead uh, in most cases. And I think this this mother raccoon and her babies are all going to be now forward thinking. They're all they're they're, they're always going to have one eye looking out. Mm-hmm. You know well, what I mean? Well, raccoons, you
1: know, like crows, like any of these, like. Uh, uh, it's like how, how I find myself attracted to a certain kind of superhero. Like I'm not that into a superhero that's just strong, that's just fast, that's just wily. I like right. the combination. And in this case, you're, it's kind of like you got the strength of the Hulk, right? You got the wiliness of somebody who's not the Hulk.
0: And, you want uh, sarc- a little bit of sarcasm in a, in a superhero. I'm oh, guessing.
1: absolutely. I, I, you know what? Bordering on cockiness.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. You know, and maybe you fall down, but you get back up. Now, how seriously are you taking this car that's, thing?
0: That's some wumbo realism right there.
1: <laughs> uh, um,
0: here's the thing. Well, okay, I'm, I'm sorry,
1: to look- Before you say that, well, if I could say roughly now, now I don't want to, again. I don't want to bring up a, an old wound. If you can do that, but the, the, your van blew up a while back. Is that correct? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm still devastated. That's a shame.
0: By it. I bet it still and smells I, like farts anywhere it had been near, though. No, 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 no. They, I'm sure they've cleaned out all the farts, and they're using it to transport uh, Capuchin Helper Monkeys somewhere.
1: But, oh, uh, you give that to the helper
0: monkey people? Yeah, it's full of monkeys right
1: now. <laughs> was it? Was, was it burnt around the uh, front part? Was that? Was it like the engine sees up or what happened?
0: No, it was a it was a situation where at three hundred thousand miles the the Ford transmission just ate itself. That's a goddamn shame. That's it. it. Really it's was. all you got out of it. Yeah, I know, right? And uh, the engine is still the engine absolutely is still running. The Triton V ten motor, great motor. I, I would put is that, it. Is
1: it, that a ten-cylinder engine?
0: That's correct. It oh was a ten-cylinder engine, and I would put that in any powerboat I was building. It's a, it's a great motor, and I'm sure that they replaced the transmission on this thing. And it is, it, it went to live on a farm. It mm-hmm. went to live on a monkey farm, and it is. They're, they're driving around. It's it's probably the vehicle they used to teach the monkeys to drive.
1: I was thinking the exact same thing. Let's be honest. Yeah. If the monkeys wanted to go on tour, if they put out another record and wanted to go on tour, mm-hmm. it would mm-hmm. probably not be something you'd want to put a lot of miles on. You'd have to do you have to refurbish a lot of things. But you know what? It's like a fucking capuchin golf cart. It's yeah. fine for getting around the compound. You drive around the compound. The dog. You know right. the thing is, if you're like a seeing eye dog, you get tired. You walk a lot. You have to bark. Like if you have a, a differently hearing person, like you mm-hmm. have to let them know that's a doorbell, that's a microwave. You're ready mm-hmm. to rest. They might have to. T- take them from one area to another.
0: I'm sure that that's what's happening. I have no, I have no doubt in my mind. That it's that occupational, occupational
1: therapy. That's what it is.
0: And I left, I left all of the, uh, all of the all access passes from 15 years of touring that were, that we had plastered all inside the van. They're all still there. And I'm sure the monkeys treasure them.
1: <laughs> but and you get think- the Tinkerbell out safe and sound.
0: <laughs> and they think to themselves, wow, can you imagine what it would have been like to be backstage at a December's concert in 2003, ah, oh, dreams
1: being chided for eating their crudite. <laughs> uh, dreams. In as much as you can say, what is your current vehicular situation?
0: Well, uh, so currently, I I have uh, the choice of three hoopties. <laughs> Uh One hoopdie is a uh, is a is a 2000 Volkswagen Jetta mm. with a V6 motor. What color? And a five speed. It's black, which is the color of all Jettas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is the car. I'm sorry, sorry, John, I don't
1: want to interrupt you. Approximately how many miles was the condition?
0: Uh, it's got about 80,000 miles Mm -hmm. and, uh, it's in fairly decent condition, I would say. That is the car that I use to zip around. Mm -hmm. If I, if I'm leaving the house and I'm like, I'm going to be zipping around today, I take the zip around car. Okay. Uh, and then there is the, uh, 1997 Chrysler LHS model, Mm. uh, large sedan, that only an old person would buy. It is a it is a car that that you have to. I think you have to be seventy five years old to buy it in the in uh, from the showroom. Is that power windows? Uh, power windows, power brakes, leather seats. Mm. This is a car that that I inherited from my dad. At one point, I was uh, the the band Mumford and Sons had come to Seattle, and uh, after the show, they were like. Um, Right, we're in Seattle. Let's go get some Seattle food and it'll be it's late at night and we're going to have a great Seattle time. You, Come just, on. you just took
1: you just took a lingual tour of England. You Come just on. went you just went in one <laughs> sentence went to like five different cities in England. <laughs> and I said <laughs> stopped All in right.
0: Yorkshire for a minute. Come on, Mumford and Sons. pile in. Pile into my for And so we're driving around Seattle. And they are all of them, all four of them, in the back seat of, the, of this car, sliding around on the big leather couch, and they are marveling at American cars. and they're like, "This car is so big, It's so amazing. Look at all this, all the room, and it's got power windows and it's got power seats, and we're sliding around with just a merry bunch of Englishmen, brilliant. It's brilliant, isn't it? Wow! <laughs> and I was like, you English people are so cute and charming. <laughs> and we drove around in the car. They didn't want to go to a restaurant. They just wanted to drive around in my big American car and play slap and tickle with each other in the backseat. <laughs> it, it was hilarious. So that, so that's, that's the that's, hoopy. Hoop,
1: hoop, Hoopty Two. We have that's a, hoopty. A, a, again, what year? I'm sorry.
0: It's a 97. It's 97. blue-green. It's a car that I get into a lot of arguments with my mom about because I say, I'm taking the blue car. Mm-hmm. And she says, it's green. Oh. And I say... Women have, not- better,
1: when ha- women have better sense of a color, what a but color I d- is. I, d- I disagree with that. Okay. I
0: say, this is not a green car. This is a blue car. It is blue-green, but it is blue-green shading to blue. And she says... It's amazing you can't get your records finished. She says, you are wrong. It is blue-green shading to green. And therefore, it is a green car. And I say it is a blue car. We have never resolved this uh, uh, I'm trying to just, find uh, out
1: right now. It appears that the 1997 Chrysler LH. I'm going here by the colors of touch-up paint that you can get. Mm, is that? Okay. Would you agree that that is a fair?
0: Yeah, I'd say. All right. Okay. Well, nice <clears> throat>
1: throat> the ones that we think we can rule out is uh, drama gold metallic. It's not that. It's black, not that black crystal stone white. Mm-hmm. No. Bright, bright platinum metallic. Right. No. Right out. No. Uh, as it's say in England, uh, Wildberry right Wild Pearl, which is going to nope. be my new pole dancer name, Candy Apple I, Red. Oh, I, I love Candy Apple Red. I
0: love, that was my favorite. Uh, uh, Dead Husker Red. Dew. Nice
1: try. Uh, we've, I Oops. think we're out. we got Deep Amethyst up against, uh, Deep Amethyst Pearl V, Spruce Pearl Metallic. Deep Amethyst Pearl is clearly like a midnight blue, at least here on my, with my color settings on my monitor. And Spruce Pearl Metallic is like almost a slightly darker Gumby Green. So do you have a sense? I can send you the URL for this. Well, <clears throat> you know, I could be wrong. This could just be touch-ups. Maybe people, you know what? Maybe he, people who get blue, almost green paint don't need
0: touch-up paint. I'm, 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 I'm wondering if it isn't spruce, but, uh, but let, let me look, let me look here. Are well, you, some, you know what? It might have a patina. It definitely has a patina. Hmm.
1: 97 Chrysler LHS City. I can cut all this out. Don't worry. You and know you, what? It, 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 it might be the spruce. Let Let me ask you a question. Hmm. Uh, Crown Victoria.
0: Yeah. What about it?
1: Well, what what is the one thing that everybody knows about
0: a Crown Victoria? It is a a taxi cab. Oh,
1: hmm. I think of it as being the cop car. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, right. All right. It is a Crown Vic. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like you see a Crown Vic, you, you, if you're somebody who looks in the rear view mirror a lot and, and does so to see if it's a cop behind you, you yeah. get real good at knowing. For example, in the 80s, you could learn like, oh, that's a ski rack versus that's flashing lights. It, it, you right. know, if you were somebody that had a lot of weed in your car, you'd learn square headlights. You got to start checking if they're rectangular headlights you need to be looking at. You learn what a Crown Vic's headlights look like. Right. You know, Except if they're round, the it's 80s. probably
0: some fruity European. In the 80s, of course, all cop cars were Chevy Caprices. Mm, I'm going to have to look that up. But here's what I'm
1: saying. All I'm going to say is this. When I see a Crown Vic, I know it's a cop car. Right. I see a Chrysler LHS, that's not a cop car, but I think no. that might be a cop's car. In this case, Aha. yes, it was owned by an attorney. But in looking at the Chrysler LHS page on Wikipedia, which is a, an internet site, it looks very much to me like the first and second generation uh, Chrysler LHS, right. 90, Ninety-seven is when the, it looks like they redid it in uh, in uh, ninety-nine is when the, and the new ones look a little bit almost like a, like a Fiat, like a, like a like mm-hmm. a uh, what do you call that glandular problem? You know, oh, a pregnant mm-hmm. porpoise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. An Andre the Giant car or a yeah. Joey Ramone. This no, there's, looks there's, so much like a cop's car.
0: The LHS is is very much a cop's car or a cop's wife's car, and it is Mrs. a Cop. it is a yeah. uh, it's a car that is so. It's so featureless that it (laughs) is the ultimate blend-in car. Like I, I I used to drive when I had that van. The van is a is a is a total blend into certain. It blends into industrial areas. If you're driving that van, especially the one that I had with tinted windows, if you're driving that van through a suburban neighborhood, Mm -hmm. every mom comes out and and ushers her kids back inside. No question. But if you're driving, it it
1: totally had that vibe. It's yeah. a little bit too innocuous. Yeah. It's either going to be some kind of, if I, if I may say, a government spy, or probably somebody who's a little bit rapey.
0: Mm. Well, It can't be a little rapey. But let's c- not get into cir- that. Circle back to that. But in Seattle, for instance, there's a, there's a river called the Duwamish River, and there are factories mm-hmm. lining the river all the way along. And one of my favorite things to do late at night is to drive down into, because the factories, you can drive down into them and then drive kind of th- through them along the river and go from one factory to the next it's not a place it's a place where forklifts are mm-hmm. it's not a place where anyone would ever think to drive so they haven't it hasn't occurred to anybody to block it off um, because it's a it's a it, you're, you're actually just driving through factories while they're while they're uh, making lead ingots or whatever they do in factories (laughs) and 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 at two o'clock in the morning it's the night shift there are guys down there they're 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 making sparks a lot of a lot of these factories all they do late at night is just make sparks there's just a guy with a is that for for export it's just like he's got a carbide uh saw blade and he's just sawing lead ingots and just making sparks (laughs) I'm convinced that that's all they that do. That sounds like a New Deal make-work project. It is. Send it you is. down to this box factory. You feel like you're in a Billy Joel video from the mid '80s. There's some guy. <laughs> <laughs> there's some guy with a hard hat, <laughs> and he's just. It's like three o'clock in the morning. and He's just making sparks. So I I used to drive my van down through these factories, and you know you would go in through the loading door. Oh, through, they just wave you through. <laughs> yeah, you drive through this like like 50,000 square foot building where there are a, a dozen guys making sparks. And by the time they look up from their carbide saws and go, what the fuck was that? I'm already out the, out the door on the other side and <laughs> driving through the next building. And I'm going really slow, right? I'm just <laughs> And in that van, I looked like I was on official business. I looked like I was a guy that belonged there. I was there delivering new carbide bits. And, uh, and so I never got challenged. Security guards, they don't even wave you through. They just, don't, they, they just don't look. They don't even see. Oh, like I don't even have to check that badge. I just yeah. know there's a badge. I would just drive right past mm-hmm. these guys, kind of give them a little nod. They'd kind of give me a nod. And by the time they were like, who's that? I was already like 100 feet down, the, you know, through, through the building. And then I used to love that. It was one of my favorite late night activities, but when the van went away, try doing that in a black jetta mm. mhm- yeah mm-hmm. black- you, you
1: I, I, I as you know we have a, a similar car in that we have a yes. black jetta and it, it, no matter you look like you're hiding something with a black a black
0: jetta. jetta a black jetta does not belong there. A black jetta looks like you have pulled over looking for a place to do a little line of crystal you don't belong you off don't your key. be <laughs>
1: That's not true. You cr- don't, the problem is you don't belong. You're
0: you're you're a man without a country. In a, a bit of black, black jet. Data, the, the only place that you belong is at a at a at like a Morrissey concert, oh, parked, no. parked in the parking lot, doing bumps of shitty crystal <laughs> off of your no, teeth. No, no, no. The black Jetta means nothing. It What's the next one up? A Passat, right? A Passat. I think yeah.
1: a Passat can be a super classy ride. I think it's what my lady would would, would probably like to have if she had a, a more successful husband. But yeah. uh, you know, we have a mutual friend who's 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 quite well to do that has a very very nice Passat. That's what yeah, he yeah, chooses a Passat's to drive. A very, it's a very very comfortable car. Now the problem is the reason I say this, it's like you've, you've discussed in the past, and I'm sorry to derail you. I have, I have a couple more questions about locks, and I want to hear about your third hoopty. But just mm-hmm. quickly, um, I. I uh, I, 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 you've mentioned in the past that you felt like y- you were you were never in any nerd camp. You were so nerdy that you weren't a nerd, right? You didn't even fit in with this group over here. That you didn't align yourself with the D and D people or with the fantasy people. You well, were...
0: see, I was old fashioned nerd, which meant that I tried to learn big words and I liked to read books. I did and, not and, believe... and thought it was working, and, and 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 thought that adults. When I was a ten year old, I believed that adults considered me a peer. Oh, was... I thought I thought I was working from the
1: inside when I oh I, you know what I was exa- It's like like that, uh, like that story, Paul's case, about remember that short story about the kid who wants to go be fancy and he goes out and steals money and becomes fancy. I was like that. I, I absolutely thought there's no question I fit in. I'm at least as smart as all of these people. Look, I, yeah. I I know words like anti-disestablishmentarianism.
0: <laughs> That's right, serendipity. Yeah, serendipity. I Did you pronounce inter- it wrong, though? <laughs> uh, there are so many words I, think, I have pronounced wrong. I think I, think I, I said I,
1: serendipity for a long
0: the, time. the other day. I was driving along with a friend, and I said, "Well, we certainly have a Darth of options." <laughs> and she said, <laughs> "There can only be two Sith." I Said, "Did you see?" Darth of options? And I said, yeah, we have a Darth of options. She said, I believe it's pronounced dearth. Fuck you. Did I, I, I pronounce said, that I, right? I, believe, I said, fuck you. I said, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, bookie. I
1: it's, imagine you shot shot the Roderick eyes and said, I know how to pronounce
0: it. No, I didn't do that. I said, I said yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that this is one of those words that has multiple acceptable pronunciations. Here's the thing. And, well, and the problem is, she yes. has an electronic phone Oh brother, and, and was putting it in my face where there was not. It did not say two acceptable pronunciations. It said "dearth" is the acceptable pronunciation. You and don't I don't know
1: where that phone has been. That could have uh, been
0: easily tampered with. That's right. Anyway, I, I I I felt in that situation that honor, uh, like compelled me to admit uh-huh. in this one instance. That maybe she had a point.
1: Well, i would but I'm not uh, you miss, I'm you say You might have no. That's silly. Darth yeah. sounds way better. And I, I think you would say that you misspoke. It was you know, it's like <laughs> it's like the difference between something being lost and something being mislaid.
0: People who say I misspoke deserve a kick in the balls. Is that
1: right? And really, that's the
0: word you'd use for it. I don't. I, I don't believe. I don't believe in I misspoke. Oh, I that, well.
1: Now what I, about what about mislaid
0: and lost? Oh, I will mislay something. I
1: don't like it when people say, I I lost my keys. No, you lose your virginity. You mislay your keys. When all of a sudden, I'm fucking... Uh Struck and white. Struck Yow. Wilson. Struck neo E.O. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my only thought on this. First of all, I just to close the thread on this. Yeah. Uh, Crown Victoria, first of all, sad news. I'm sorry to have to bring it to you in this particular form. It has been discontinued. That, I knew that. Okay. That's just, that's a bummer. It was there only around for 20 years, 92 to 2012. Crown Vic shared the Ford Panther platform. Uh, mm. the, the one we've seen as it's called the Ford Crown Victoria police interceptor, which is a fucking cool name. Great that's name. up there with like a space explorer. Yeah, Those Fuck. cars, you, you and drive those cars
0: into the ocean and they,
1: they will you, you know you go out and try to buy a phone and seriously you will see like on the poster it's called like the the lexus nexus thirty five fifteen zero release six or whatever gotta be fucking kidding me police interceptor um <clears throat> only full frame rear wheel drive passenger sedan having been built in north america and was popularly used in taxi cab fleet <laughs> and police service vehicles so yes i think we can share the credit on that one
0: well uh, and the thing is now cops are using all kinds of like these dodge hot rods that look like that look like uh coke dealer cars like they're not driving around anymore in crown vix where you're like that's a cop Whoop,
1: cops are they down. still are they still kind of anonymous in silhouette
0: i think that's important well, it's it's worse. Not only are they an, uh, anonymous in silhouette, but they can come right up on your ass mm-hmm. as happened to me the other night. Mm. As I was speeding along during a, on a section of road that I know yeah. it is safe to speed on. And I was I was going I was speeding along and I was getting I was getting past the dumb people that are that I have to share the roads with around here. I was putting them behind me. And then there was a guy right on my bumper. And I was like, oh, this guy wants to play. Who's this guy? Uh-oh. He's right on my bumper. Holy moly, this guy's is he's a. This is so aggressive 3 a.m. driving. This is, so, a, this is a raccoon that's ready to get an associate's degree. So there are times in a situation like that where I will say, all right, buddy, let's see what you got. But I was, I was in a more like—I like fast but calm mood. And I, I pulled my hoopty over one lane, and I was like, "I'm going to let you go by." Here's what you, I'm going to do: I'm going to let you go by. You have grown. Mm-hmm. Whoa! I'm going to let you go by. It's 3 a.m. You, you're, you're obviously a, you're a hot dogger. I'm going to let you get on down the road. And I pull over, and this guy pulls up next to me, and it's a fucking state trooper. Oh! And he pulls shit. up right next to me, and we're both hauling ass down the road, and he glares at me. He gives me—it's not quite a glare. It's like a. You f- motherfucker! You think you really think that you can just drive whatever speed you want? And I was like, "Oh, hello, officer!" Suddenly, <laughs> and, you're the lady coon. And <laughs> I took I took my foot off the gas and put on the brake. Were you still going gas. fast the whole time? Uh, we were going very fast at this <laughs> oh, point. Oh man! I took my foot off the gas and, I, and the car just kind of went. Boo. <laughs> and I, as I faded back out of his like you know as as he lost eye contact with me as i just sort of like i am receding (laughs) he like really stepped on it and 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 flew off into the night what a dick I i was like well he had somewhere to be but he wanted to take a little minute to give me the give me the juice but the problem with it was he was in some dodge rt i don't even know what the hell those cars are called it's a it's like a. It's, it's not a challenger. It's a. It's a Dodge. Uh, what the hell is it? A, hmm. Dodge a, police he, car. He's in a new. He's in one of these new Dodges that looks like just a guy that, that Dodge Dodge Charger, my friend. Or
1: Dodge Coronet. seventy one. Dodge Coronet. Yeah. So yeah, let's he's in like, a Charger. Dodge Charger. It's a,
0: it's a car that any guy that just that just got out of the Navy is going to have.
1: Oh come on! This is the same kind of car. Was this wait? Star- Javelin was Starsky and Hutch, right? This was Dukes
0: of Hazard. No, the Starsky and Hutch was a Ford Torino. Torino. Who had a javelin? Was that Star- uh, I don't think to- anybody at yeah. an AMC javelin?
1: Oh, <laughs> that was my grandma. <laughs> she did. Oh, that's think any right. TV my grandfather javelin. used to own a Nash dealership that became an AMC what? dealership. Seriously? Yeah, Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm-hmm. A
0: Nash dealership.
1: What a I don't cool know if he owned jam- it. I mean, you can make shit like that up, and kids can't check it, so I don't know. That's a true. Nash. My that- dad
0: shot down a Japanese zero with a forty-five. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah profiles and courage boy this is a really stupid looking car
0: yeah but the cops are using these things now and they're using them they're they're, they're hopping them up with all kinds of hot paint uh they they're, they're this
1: car is this is so chicken and waffles this car does not know if you go search for it on the internet it really doesn't know what it wants to be it's having no, an identity crisis
0: i know a lot of people are a lot of people are buying them like i'm a hot rodder and then the cops are driving them and then there's also like uh, Navy wives and stuff. It's very confusing when you see these cars on the road. Like I don't know what that is anymore. <laughs> but you know,
1: it's either going to be boring, trouble, or both.
0: Well, yeah. And so I'm starting to. But but you look at that, and that's yeah. kind of a that that headlight grill configuration. Dodge uses that on a lot of different cars. So yeah. you look in your rearview mirror, and you're like, is that a station wagon? Is it a, a cop? Is it a? I don't. It, it's it's too much to. It's too much. To, and also, the cops around here are driving SUVs now. I, I, it's hard to look. It's, your, it's getting harder heart, and harder to know, know when you can speed. Well, and also if a guy comes up on your on your back bumper, is it is it time for a showdown mm-hmm. or do you pull over to the side of the road and let it pass? But you know, I mean, okay, so I, I think they're showing their hand. Exactly,
1: I think they're showing their hand just a little bit because first of all, you know, it's funny. I was going to send you this photo. I went and looked at that Chrysler 300, yeah. and the thing is, on first glance, it, I, I thought it looked like Jack Elam. It looks a little bit wall-eyed, but then <laughs> if you really look at the front of it, it looks a little bit like. I don't know, like wally or
0: something. It, for a long time, I thought it it's looked real happy like a, looking and wall-eyed. I, at first, when they when that when that thing first came out, I was convinced that it it was a Soviet car that they had <laughs> discovered the plans for in some like Russian basement. It was like a, it was like a it was a Politburo car. <laughs>
1: it's got a family
0: truckster kind of feel on the grill. Well, and so now it does. They've yeah. they've like they've they've monkeyed it I up and it. it's okay. become like a. You know, but when that when that car first came out, it was very sinister looking. I I thought it was great styling.
1: Well, here's the thing on this one, um, and we still got to get to your third deep before we run yeah. out of time here. Okay. Right. This this particular Charger, it looks a little sinister. It mm-hmm. looks like it's kind of like its brows are, you know what I mean? The classic kind of brows, not furrowed, but like, like yeah, you're... they made it. They made it look like it's
0: got um, like uh, uh, Japanese anime eyes. Yes, for a Power Ranger that is mad. Not a Power Ranger, right? Ultraman well, maybe. Yeah, somebody somebody who is mad because their samurai sword is having a hard time killing robots or whatever it is. What whatever anime characters get mad about. What do they get mad about? That somebody's trying to that some furry is trying to stick the pee pee in their in their butt? What yeah, or, an or it could be that somebody
1: somebody bought their daughter's underwear. Did you know about this?
0: Yes, you can buy Japanese girl underwear. Well, you at home? know
1: there's like a whole there's like a whole name for it? Let me look up uh, panty fetish. There's a certain <laughs> there's a name. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Japan. Yeah, um, yeah. I, the Eskimos
0: I'll, have fifty words for snow, and the right? Japanese have one word for every single weird thing you can do with your penis.
1: <laughs> the Germans, you know, they'll just they'll just slap them together like like sure, men's they penises. Put,
0: they put shaisa on the end of <laughs> <at> the sex <laughs> thing. <laughs>
1: Let me see. here. It's a panty store. Uh, apparently, turns out that uh, I'm trying to find the name of this. There's actually, look, like, you know what? I'm just going to search for Japanese panty store. There's a <laughs> store. There are stores that you can actually go to. Yes. And I'm doing this from memory because I only read this about four We're nights talking about ago. Stores you can
0: actually go to on but the, the internet, have or a stores name. you can actually go into a store and you open the door and and there's a, and the bell dings and a and a person comes I'm try out. I'm going to try and help. pronounce this.
1: Uh, I don't know. I can't pronounce this. B-U-R-U-S-E-R-A. It's almost like the guy from The Godfather, Burusera. Burusera. Yeah, Burusera. it's a Japanese word coined a by combining uh, buruma, meaning bloomers, as in the bottoms of girls' gym suits, and serafuku, meaning sailor suit. And it's, uh, they sell used uh, girls' gym uh, suits, as well as school uniforms. You can buy undergarments, swimsuits. You can also buy socks, sanitary napkins, saliva, ah! urine, and feces. And so that's a kind of store. So you can go in there. You know, let's say you're a kid. You're a kid. You want to make a little bit of extra, what is not, yen? What do they got there? Yakitoris? What do they call their money? Their ducks. Yen. They yen. They got a yen. Then what do they have in China? What's, what's it called in China? The the uh, Chinese dollar. The chong. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, you go in there. You got a couple extra bot chong. And you uh-huh. go in and you want to buy some yen. Yen is the Japanese money. I bet the euro... I'm just going to guess. The order that these are provided in on the Wikipedia page is roughly how they're laid out in the store. <laughs> okay. Like when you go into a Disney store, the – Sailor princess... suits first. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's just, just socks. Just socks in the front. <laughs> <laughs> like when you go in the Disney store, the princess stuff is in the back, which thank God, hey, knock I'm on so everything so. I own, my daughter's not into. But right. like the, the, that's the target, right? A lot of kids are there. You know, okay, here's the thing, John. Why is milk in the back of every grocery store? Because they want you to have to walk through the store to get the single most popular item, eggs, milk, right? All the staples are in the back of the store. That's right. completely by design. In this case, if you want tampon saliva, urine, and feces, you're going to have to walk through some socks, some socks and panties, and some, some gym suits.
0: Right. And you might be picking up – you'd be like, you know what? Since I'm here, I'm going to grab some of these dirty socks and some of these used gym suit bottoms. Yeah. On I mean you, might, go, you might have a shopping like a, list. A bucket of feces from a Japanese girl. Right.
1: On your bocaki phone, now, you the thing is, how list. can you
0: prove that that feces came from a from a Japanese girl in a in a sailor suit? Here's can th- Here's the thing. This is
1: this is going to be our fifth property. It could be- Prison poop. School girls girls used to openly participate in the sale of their used panties. Uh, So there was a law passed in 2004. Uh, So in in 2004, it was reported that some underage girls were instead, after they were banned from selling panties, allowing their clients, called kajiseya or sniffers, to sniff their underwear from directly between their legs.
0: What? Oh, those those little... These Minx little minxes others Those chose minxes. to sell
1: photos of themselves throwing in the used panties for free. Oh, you're to swap meat, you want a beer? Buy this nut and bolt for a dollar and I'll throw in a beer.
0: Listen, you can't you can't I can't I am legally prohibited from selling you my panties. But mm-hmm. if you pay to sniff my panties, That's I right. will throw the panties in for free.
1: It's a victimless crime. Yeah. So I don't know, the thing is it seems to me that if you're driving around in a car like that, this is the kind of thing that's gonna be on your mind. Is my daughters are my are my daughters fancy bits at, at a Bruce era? Hmm. Maybe with a photo, maybe not. Roar? I you think a saliva comes like in a jar? Do you, think it's, do you think it's attractively packaged?
0: You know how do you know how long you have to milk a little Japanese girl to get a jar of saliva? Um, two and a half hours. Oh, <laughs> well, you do know.
1: Well, that's accounting accounting uh, for the time change. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, could they call it the Pacific Rim. You you hold a you hold up a giant lollipop.
0: <laughs> you put a big bow around her neck. And then yeah, just a big bow that's holding a jar on her chin. Right. And you're like, here's the lolly. Yeah, so
1: the, Jap- the Japanese have eight different words for tampon, but they don't, they don't have any words for missionary position. Do they? Have it's eight just never different- come up. It's never <laughs> they- come up.
0: Do they have eight different kinds of tampons, or just eight different words for the same tampon?
1: No, no, it's just they're very, very small. They have transistor tampons there. Yeah. Inscrutable.
0: They're small people, because they don't have
1: macaroni and cheese.
0: Third hoopty. A third hoopty is a Chrysler, another Chrysler product, mm-hmm. because my family, uh, although... Although in the eighties, my family went foreign, like mm-hmm. uh, like a lot of people did in the eighties, because had to. There, there, you had a, to. Cri- they were, they were literally a, falling apart on the lot. They were so bad. a crisis in America, mm-hmm. and my dad started buying Audis, and my mom oh, wow. went through. She cycled through like she had a Peugeot for a while, of crazy things before she settled on. Your mom but, bought a Peugeot. Well, oh. I kind of I kind of forced her to that. <laughs> There was this Peugeot, a Peugeot six o four, which is a Peugeot that you don't see anymore because they all rusted away, and they didn't make very many to begin with. But it was the Charles. Looks like, a, looks car. like a BMW. It was a beautiful car, beautifully made. It it, it, beautifully, it handled beautifully. It was very stately. The six o four, and I talked my mom into buying this car because I was like, "We listen. I'm in high school now. We live in a nice neighborhood. We need a car that represents." We need to be, we need a, we need like a foreign sedan, but I don't want us to get some Mercedes or Audi or something, or Volvo that everybody has. I want us to have like a, like, and I, I was, I was so, I was so crazy. I talked her into this crazy car and she bought it. And it was one of those cars where like, anytime you, anytime you went up on the curb, you dented the titanium rims that cost $5,000 to, oh. you know, to polish and all this stuff. It was it was it was a completely impractical car, but it was very fast. In any case, we we went through a bad period there in the eighties where we started buying foreign cars. But up until that point, from the from the forties to the to the eighties, both of my parents were Chrysler Dodge, were Mopar people, mm-hmm. and they always owned you know some kind of some kind of Plymouth or some kind of Dodge, and so um, so anyway, I. I I have two Chrysler products now, and it is because I have, I have inherited them from my from my parents. But my the third hoopty is a Chrysler Sebring convertible,
1: <laughs> a white Sebring convertible. <laughs> And you—that that is like you used to wear those Stan Smith tennis shoes. That sounds like the Stan Smith tennis shoes of cars.
0: I still wear Stan Smith tennis shoes and I drive around in a white (laughs) tubing convertible and people think that I'm gay. (laughs) Eating dinner at three (laughs) o'clock. They think I am a middle-aged gay man. And I am. (laughs) I am happy to be mistaken for a middle-aged gay man because who else would drive a white convertible around Seattle? You like to with, let people know that you like the top down with a big with a big beard. If you were a runaway sitting on your suitcase from a motel, and I and I pulled up in this white semen convertible, you could get in there and be perfectly safe because you know what? I'm listening to Steelers Wheel on the stereo. There's nothing bad. There's no, nothing bad can happen.
1: Right, you, you you could like uh, t- talk
0: about shoes and line dancing. Right, so that's my cruising hoopty. Like I get in that car when it's a sunny day and I'm feeling like, but it also it's got a it's got a V6. It's not a it's no shirker. So I cruise around the neighborhood in that, and it's also you know since I live uh, since I live in the black neighborhood, it also gets respect from the from the middle aged black guys who are like, all right, that car's got a little bit of class, like. You are uh, you're, you're a smooth operator. I hmm, okay. your, your, <clears throat> shoe, your shoes match your hat. Hm, if you know what I'm saying. Is that a is that a, is that a pubic
1: hair thing? Your shoes. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, <laughs> you got three hoopties. You got 3 hoopties. You got a 2000 VW Jetta, 80k, pretty pretty decent condition. Chrysler LHS sedan 97, the right. Mrs. Cop car. You got the Chrysler Sebring, you got the Stan Smith car. That's right.
0: Um you know, I have what any, I need, I, a, I, what I need to add to this. Yeah. Is I think in nineteen seventy seven. Well,
1: you. I. I, 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 I mean, it may come as no surprise. I have surmised that there's no fucking question. There is plenty of room in this lineup for a fourth hooptie yeah. with shiny, shiny seats and lots and lots of air fresheners. You know what though? You should go in. Do you think you have a pretty good sense of smell? Oh yeah, I have a I have a sense of smell that haunts me for pretty much everything but yourself.
0: No no no. I I recognize, oh you're you're aware you're aware. I, re- I recognize that I have a very distinctive. Uh, Musk, which,
1: which oh my people God.
0: which people uh, uh, equate with uh, with both masculinity and uh-huh. also like
1: virility, sexual. You have you prowlice. have these amazingly Victorian euphemisms that you only use
0: when discussing yourself. Mm. And uh, I I found <laughs> I found over the years that that uh, you know, that, that my shirts, my old shirts, mm-hmm. are prized prized by young women in in the northwest. If they can get their hands on one of my old shirts, they, they they wear it to bed at night and they 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 luxuriate in that musky smell and they say, hmm, "I would like to make babies."
1: Have you thought about opening a, a modest uh, store?
0: Well, it occurred to me the other day to sell my shirts on the internet or saliva. But I'm not going to sell my saliva. That's all yours. Nobody. Gets but, but but the question of selling your shirts on the internet is: Do I say? Do I stay anonymous and say like? I'm just, I'm just a guy who's got some shirts for sale. I'm trying to clean up, clear out my closet. Mm-hmm. Or do I, do I come forth and say these are my shirts and risk that some creep is going to buy them? Oh, I, so, I think the,
1: the creeps are the least of your problems, John. Just so I, they
0: can like, wallow in the musk.
1: I, I have two contradictory answers. First of all, if you are going to sell them on the internet, it, it's got to be made clear that it's John Roddick. But my advice to you is to not – we'll cut all of this out. Do you not sell it? Can I say three letters DNA? Somebody goes out and they buy a known John Roderick Musk shirt, and there's going to be—I know you're not a danderous person, but there's going to have to be a little bit of dander. Unless you go in and do a full-on lice treatment type situation and comb it carefully and get a Helmac, mm-hmm. there's going to be a little bit of John on there.
0: Now, my, my washing machine has a sanitize setting. Ooh. What if I sanitized it? What the fuck does that mean? It's not know. just
1: hot? Does it shoot I'm, some kind of uh, jizzy sanitizing liquid? Like, I've never it? used
0: it. It's uh, one of these fancy washing machines, and it has sanitize. You should, thinking, do,
1: an a, you should do an A-B test. You should t- rip a shirt in half, sanitize it, and see what happens.
0: I'm thinking it might be a centrifuge that is that I can use to uh, to uh, make some uranium-235. <laughs>
1: make some sparks.
0: 236. <laughs> whatever, whatever,
1: whatever it, it takes. takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so many. I like Darth of Options. (laughs)